millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Warning, this podcast contains adult language and themes throughout. Hello, I'm Candy Warhol. And I'm Crystal Rasmussen. And you're listening to Dragonians, the podcast. So welcome to Dragonians, the podcast. So today we're talking all about body image. Now, as a very famous international model crystal can you can you unpack that can you talk about you know your body and your experiences as a very you know famous body model mm, well you know i rose to fame in the early 80s um uh and then and then um and then i rose again to fame in the early 90s as isaac mizrahi's muse and um the thing that was so interesting about my time in the modeling industry is that it was at the time where um you know, people were looking for bodiless models, which, you know, a lot of you can't see at home, but I'm actually just simply a floating head, you know, and so it was kind of incredible, you know, that moment in fashion, it was just sort of, you know, a floating head with a dress, you know, wired to it, you know, and that, what that created, that moment in the 90s was, was a real slant towards body positivity, you know, it doesn't matter if you have one or you don't, you know, mm. we're just going to be positive about it. You know, I was obviously very high at the time as well. So I don't remember so much about what happened thereafter. But I know that, um, I know, Candy, that you have a a really yeah. long and interesting story about well, um, well, uh, your body. Yeah. Um, you know, I never, I never made it into campaigns. I never made it on the runway. But I was, you know, a very famous life model for our classes, you know, through the decades. Um, when I was on a cruise ship in 1912, um, I met this very famous artist and he painted me, um, sketched me in the nude wearing, you know, the now very famous Heart of the Ocean. Mm. And from there, that sketch just went, you know, viral at the time. And, you know, and all the newsies, the talkies, they didn't have social media at the time. But since then, you so that know, is when you invented. That's when you invented um, Vine, isn't it? Back then, yeah. You know, uh, there was only so much press. You know, I could get in 1912. You know, uh, so I thought, you know, how do I get this image out? How do I get this? You know, to the kids, and you know. <laughs> So first it was, you know, invent, invent electricity, then it was invent the computer, then it was invent social media, and then ultimately Vine. And now look where that image is. That is everywhere. And now, now I'm being booked, you know, at every community college in town, you know, as a mm. live model. So the two of us are really just on both ends of the spectrum, really, you know, yeah. mentally like and physically. It. Yeah, I, I, and I couldn't be prouder of you. What an incredible set of achievements. Um, Thank you. And it's really strange that not more people know that about you. No, not um, at all. No. I think in the biopic when they, you know, when they told that story, I think there was an accident on the boat 
I couldn't really give two shits, but they made um, they made that into a movie and they actually had, you know, um, a redhead play me, which I was really, really offended by. So I think that's where the, you know, people don't recognize me. It is a shame when people play you in the movie of your life and, and it doesn't look like you, you know. Mm, mm. I know you've had that problem, that problem too, several times, you know, on Lifetime and Showtime with that. Yes, like in Evita, I look nothing mm. like Madonna. No, no. Listen up, you're about to learn Candy and Crystal's concern You know, Candy, I'm really worried about you. Um, I can tell there's something on your mind. Do you want to ask me what your concern is? Do you want to walk through it with me? No, thanks, Grisano. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you, you've asked. Um, now, look, you can't see because I'm obviously, you know, sat down and I'm under this really big gown. Um, but I have a very large upper body but intensely small legs. Now, you know... Uh, as well as um, as only my close intimate friends that I've been cropping my pictures at the waist for decades mm. and and photoshopping and um, the muscular legs of you know the athlete Steve Redgrave onto them to try and balance out my proportions. Now, the problem is, you know, um, I've told you this recently. I've been seeing somebody for six seven months, but I haven't met them yet. They're in prison, um, and you know, just for for legal um, reasons, I won't give away his second name. But let's just call him Ted B. Now he is infamous in the press. You know, apparently some people may have been killed, but I see past that. I see I see the beauty that's within, and I'm worried that if he sees the real me, he won't see the beauty that I have, and he's going to judge me for my my literal matchstick legs you know they're 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 all that's propping me up really you know um i i need to give up you know cropping and photoshopping these photos and embrace and embrace my legs but i'm just worried what ted you know you know the words lady killer are both literal and and um emotional and emotional you know so he could have any woman he wants so i i'm just worried what do you think i should do well you know there's a case for both sides you know essentially there's a case for uh, for being positive and 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 being honest about it you know and and i think you know we've always talked about the importance of honesty um in relationships you know back when i was going under the name of rebecca Luz, um you know, I had to be very honest with the press, with my family, with the Beckhams. Um, and, you know, mm. I came out on top there. You know, I got a documentary series mm. out of that where I actually wanked off a pig on live TV. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a real high point in my career. Mm. But I think... Celebrity um, X Factor. Yeah, celebrity X Factor, yeah. It was a big deal for me. But the other thing, I think, um, the other option, which I have actually also... Um, you know, it's tried and tested by me, um, is to totally lie and and mm. and basically model the legs of Steve Redgrave from Papier Mache. And when you go to see Ted, you know, you just get there a little early, plop them on, mm. Mm. you know, and then you look in proportion. Because obviously, of course, you know, it's scary to be your true self around someone. And, you know, we wear makeup, you know, that's okay. That's a feminist mm. act, mm. you know. And, um, and so is Papier mache fake legs. So I think if it was me, I'd go with the papier mache the leg. Okay. And say we, you know, one day we're allowed a conjugal visit. Mm-hmm. What do I do then, you know? Well, Candy, I've told you this time and time again. Lights off. Nobody wants to see that. Okay, Crystal, thank you for that. And I will be sure to send you pictures from the clink. Okay, shall we get our guest on? Who do we have on today? Today, we are so lucky to be joined by the beautiful, brilliant 
British model influencer activist and my old baker, Felicity Hayward. What an honor. Hi, babes. You look absolutely stunning. This red gown that you're wearing, this floor length red gown, the red lip, the rollers. The rollers. I mean, I thought I'd put a bit of an effort in for you today, babes. Do you know what I mean? Red for filth, I love. How are you? (laughs) I'm all right, hon. I've had um I've had a very strong coffee this morning. Are you buzzing? I am buzzing. Felicity, we were talking all about like body image today, and obviously you are very famous plus size model. But before we move on, I just wanted to make sure you are self-proclaimed plus size model. Do you like that term? Is that how you would describe yourself? Yeah, I don't really care, to be honest, in a sense of like the term plus size to me is is something that um, I don't mind using. I think when I first started, there was no real sort of plus size models within the industry. And I think the term plus size got used and got taken by the community and used as a kind of like a strong, powerful statement of like, we're the plus size crew and whatever. And it's been taken and used in such a positive way. But at the same time, you know, years on, it's a bit like, well, actually thinking about it, there is no term for, you know, there is no minus size models. So why should there be plus models? Um, So there is a bit of a taboo around it. Myself personally, I don't really mind the term because like, I am plus size. I am curvy. It is a way to describe me. The issue that I do have is that there is no um, description for girls that are a lot smaller, which then kind of puts you in that kind of situation of just like, are you pigeonholing me? And are you just saying that as an excuse because I am not the norm? Right. It's the idea that like you are anything but the norm. The norm is thin. Right. And you're plus. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? um, How do you feel about the term? someone who is fat myself I like the word fat how do you feel about the word fat yeah. Felicity I th- I think you can call yourself whatever you want right um I don't I don't the word fat the word plus size doesn't doesn't offend me mm. it, if someone calls me fat I'm just like yeah like I I am fat right. like it, you know like and it is that that the one thing that's weird about that is why is it seen in society that if we say the word fat, it is seen as a negative thing. And when we say the word skinny, it's seen as a good thing. So when actually it's like, by you saying that you use the term fat in a, in a positive way, like absolutely it should be. It's like describing me as, you know, it's like saying fat or like rich you know they're just true things do you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes <babes>. wealthy <laughs> and, and, and and gorgeous iconic um iconic so i guess um you know speaking on this let's let's get to your question and we can like dive even deeper so what's your dilemma yes. felicity my dilemma is why are there not enough bigger women bigger men anyone in beauty campaigns why is it always one type of person? There is no size in beauty. Mm. There is nothing. There is, you know, there's, there should be every single person should be represented within the beauty industry mm. because it's skin. Yeah. It's, you know, there is so many different types of skin, colors, textures, ages, like, and everybody wants to look after themselves. Mm. So 
it's pretty bizarre that the majority of the skincare um, and beauty industry is skinny white women. Mm. You know, it really takes me back to, I think, what was it, like two or three years ago when I actually think the, like, the body positivity and the fat positivity movement, like, moved almost into the mainstream. Remember that Are You Beach Body Ready advert? And it was like the, it was like the thin you know, very thin white woman looking at you, like shaming you. And I think actually that's like a good place to start. Like this idea that like, you know, I know you've talked about this before, but like this idea that like, if you're only seeing thin models in beauty campaigns, that it creates this deep feeling of insecurity that if you buy the product, Mm -hmm. you're going to look like that. Do you know what I mean? So how do you, how do you like fight that feeling? First of all, how do you fight that feeling in a real sense? Like how do I look, how does, a listener not look at a picture like that and think god i need to be that and then the second one is like how do you get brands to stop thinking that's the way to advertise i guess there are the two questions yeah. right within the question well the problem that i have is you know as as a bigger woman i actually do use a lot more beauty products than my smaller friends you know, when I need to use a body lotion, babes, I'm going <laughs> to use half that tub on my big old thighs and my big old derriere. And you know what? They are peachy clean. And I just find an issue that I have is, you know, if I'm going to use more body cream, I'm going to be spending more coin, huh? using more of my money. So why are you not targeting ads at me? me. Do you know right. what I mean? That, do- that mm. makes complete sense. I think in a sense of... The only way that we can make a difference within the beauty industry is stop supporting brands who are not diverse. So, you know, I don't think people realize that the power that we have with our online platforms, and it doesn't matter if you have 20 followers or 100,000 followers, because you can work in powers of numbers in a sense of if all of us stopped following a certain brand because they they didn't use black models, right? Mm -hmm. The power of everyone else would be able to create a rippling effect. I think it's the same thing of like, if you do see a certain brand or someone who is using, you know, different types of models is really support and share Mm -hmm. and really like uplift, like, oh my God, like the body shop are really good at that. They're always using different types of models and skin tones. They're also using girls with acne, you know, girls with skin conditions. And it's really beautiful thing to see. And I think that's the way that we can kind of tackle it at the moment because you know if you are a, a young teenage girl um you know or anyone to be honest like we're looking to kind of create a safe space for our our youth mm. and for them to find of find somewhere where they feel accepted hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did. I guess the question is, like, how do you... The, the thing that beauty, beauty campaigns do is make you think you can buy what the picture is, and then you'll look like that, right? So then yeah. you feel like shit, so then you're like, right, I'm going to buy the foundation because it's going to make me look like that person how do you and you know i think this is a good question for you felicity like how do you as someone with such influence how do you like stop people thinking that they can buy beauty and just think that they are beautiful themselves right does that make yeah sense? I, yeah totally i think i think when you're in a position of influence or you have a voice within the community i think it's really important to be real mm. i mean like to have all of your like insane iconic pictures from different campaigns and stuff but at the same time to be like yeah here is me you know in this campaign but also here's me um on the beach in a bikini and here's all my stretch marks and this is the shit light I'm sorry this is you know the bad lighting um here's a good picture where like you can't see any of my cellulite but actually there's another one where do you know what I look just as badass and it is just about lighting and whatever and I think it's important to show those sides that like yeah this is me looking my best we all want to show each each other looking our like best but also to make sure that you are still being truthful and real because I remember when I grew up and I started I got first got stretch marks I honestly thought there was something wrong with me because I was like what the is this I actually thought I remember exactly where I was I would I was in my ex-boyfriend's bathroom um, getting ready to have a shower and I took my jeans off and you know sometimes you get an imprint in your jeans from where you've like uh-huh. you know, just been sitting mm-hmm. down. Yeah. I took them off and I was like, what the hell is this? It must be an imprint. <laughs> Got in the shower and they didn't wash off. And I remember being absolutely mortified mm. at the fact that I had stretch marks because back then I had never seen anybody in the media who had stretch marks and the only kind of like thing I could think of is like I'm not pregnant like why have I got this Mm -hmm. now when you have people online like myself and so many others that are just like you know what this is my belly get over it right like you know there are pictures where I look you know like I'm standing in the right angle and the photographer shot this beautiful shot but actually you know this is the real me and I think that is one of the good things about the rise of the influencer and people mm-hmm. online is that you you are able to show a product and a lifestyle in a different way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have people like the Kardashians, who I'm sorry, I'm going to drag them, mm-hmm. are, Do it. Um, are uh, literally creating an online beauty mm-hmm. situation where they are lying to their audience. I mean, you know, it's hard for me because obviously my surname is Kardashian, Crystal Kardashian, but yes. you know, I think I think <laughs> it's so it's so interesting what you say about showing the multiple sides. And I think also, you know, we've seen it in in various ways where like brands want the image and don't want the voice. You know, like we all remember that awful thing that happened to Monroe Bergdorf like 2 years ago with yeah. L'Oreal when you know, she you know, was very, very honest about structural racism and got struck off a L'Oreal campaign. And like, yeah. you know, and that's the kind of thing that I guess now knowing 
you through social media now knowing our our models and our influencers and the people we look up look up to you know like you felicity it allows you to see it's such a good answer because i didn't know the answer but like it allows you to see what the reality is and that like actually beauty is just kind of the individual and it's kind of you know what what it just kind of is you yeah. do you know what i mean like i've not really thought about it like that and it's and it's and it's relatable it's relatable seeing somebody who you identify with as much as you know people who run fashion campaigns think that we want to believe in the aspirational we want Mm -hmm. to be able to relate to people you know and I think you made such a good point there of being young and how like how the mainstream media plays such an important role of who we look at and who what um influences us at such a young age i remember being like i'm sure Chris, you're probably the same being like six seven eight and knowing that we were different mm. and not seeing gay characters on tv unless they were you know like the the butt of the joke you know yeah. and being like oh crap like i'm different so that must have been the same type of feeling for you when you're like oh my god these stretch marks i don't see these you know being celebrated i don't see these being um normalized in in media what we're talking about here is the idea that representation can really change things and like you were saying what you provided and a lot of people in the community provide over the last 10 years since you started is representation of fat bodies of big bodies right and that's great but like it's as you're saying it's it's not quite enough it's like rupaul's drag race for example candy provides a lot of representation for drag queens but mm. you know it's it was like you know already i'm sure many times this year already i've been called so many things when i'm in drag on the street and mm. i you know i was on the train going to a gig recently and i was like screamed at the whole 20 minute journey by this group of men so like representation is ultimately failing which i think is is yeah. what you're saying right it's like representation is step one what is the next step? And the next step, I guess, is to be like understood and, re- and, 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 you know, and seen as like everyone else. Am I making sense? You are totally. Cause it's, it's about making representation a normality. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the argument that was so often used, whether it's in Hollywood in TV and modeling and fashion is that like, you know, we're concerned about sales. We're concerned about whether this needs to be a thing, but like, we all remember what happened with Black Panther. Like everyone was like, we don't need a black superhero movie. And then like, it was like the highest selling fucking movie at box office that year. Or it's like exactly what you're saying. Or it's like how, you know, again, I'm not the hugest fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, but the fact of the matter is it's like super well watched. It's like super well Emmy nominated. It's like, you know, it's, there is a, there is a, a real hunger for authenticity and representation. And it's, it's just, it's, it's capitalism, ladies. That is what it is. And, you know, as the inventor of yeah. capitalism myself, I do apologize um, <laughs> for that. But it kind of got out of hand at this point. Um, so, Felicity, in this incredibly decorated 10-year career that you've had in this community and in this industry, um, can you think of some of the, like, really positive moments of change that you've felt or been a part of? You know what? One of the things that has made me incredibly happy within this whole career is being able to connect and find other people that are basically the freaks from all the different hometowns that have all flocked to London, basically. And 
finding a community online which I never had in school and I never have growing up myself that when I was younger and I saw these stretch marks and I I went into a spiral of of bad mental health because of it you know I can now go online and find platforms and find people that are showing their stretch marks you know that girl I think her name is Sarah Sarah I can't remember her last name who but Sarah, Sarah, it's, it begins with S, babes. I Sarah can't Harding. It, but she glitters. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, they paint glitter on stretch marks. I love on, that. Yeah, I've love. seen that. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm talking about. It's so beautiful. And I think that for me is the most beautiful thing that's come out of um, the industry is people's voices being able to be really amplified right um you know yeah i think that's as in that's the most positive thing as in to hear different perspectives intersectionality essentially felicity we are obsessed with you and we just want to thank you so much for doing this um and for coming in such a pleasure Oh, I love you guys. It is our main mission now for you to be. Also, the face I have of a question brand. for both of you. Fire Ray. away. What star signs are you? I'm I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo too. Can I tell you? Yeah. What? In my life, everyone oh. who is my enemy <laughs> and I'm not joking, everyone who completely outright hates me are Virgo women. <laughs> Well, you don't know what we're going to say about you the moment you leave the room. <laughs> am I right? But uh, what are you, Felicity? What's your star sign? Um, do you want to guess? Do you want to play a guessing game? I, I, I love attention. I'm very loyal. Capricorn. I'm Aries. A, I'm a fire sign, honey. You've said I don't know anymore. Libra. I'm sh- a fire sign. Come Cancer. on. You've just said the, the other two. You've said Sagittarius. You've said Aries. I Think said Capricorn. About Gemini is not a fire sign. Don't you throw Gemini into my gang. Carol Ooh, Baskin the likes them. Oh, tiger. Tiger. It's not a tiger, but it's a similar big cat. Taurus. A big cat. Ah, this is killing me. Taurus is a bull. I actually can't believe you guys. This is so Virgo of you. Are you joking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. What is it? I'm a Leo. Oh, a Leo. How did I not even God think damn of it. that? Ah, uh, yes, a Leo, the most irrelevant of the signs. <laughs> mm, mm. That's why go. I didn't come to mind. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're a beautiful, beautiful lion. We love a lioness. It. A lioness. You can't. I don't, we don't hate you. We love you. No, you, you can't tame this okay. lion. What a way to finish that beautiful conversation. Beautiful. From this Virgo to that Leo. Yeah. <laughs> we love you so thank much. Thank you so much, thank my, thank my little lion bye. queen. <laughs> Bye, Angel. You're the best. Lots of love. love. Bye. (laughs) So, folks, now it's time for our listener dilemma of the day, which is where you write in and complain to us for hours on end. But Candy and I have sorted through uh, all the questions willingly. Well, actually, we got our assistant Ophelia to do it, and she's she's chosen the best one. So here here goes. Dear Candy and Crystal, 
My life has never been the same since I lost the use of my left elbow in an unexpected long jump accident. God knows we've both been there, Candy. My arm is now permanently stuck straight out at a 90 degree angle, which makes certain things very difficult, like driving a car, caving, visiting Germany. I'm wondering whether it would be easier just to get it taken off. What do you think? Says Gregory from Ballycastle. Oh, wow, Gregory. That's an interesting one, isn't it, Christelle? Um, I, I, I can see, you know, where he's coming from. I can see how it could possibly be problematic. But, you know, I'm, you know, just a, a positive thinker. So I'm thinking of all the positives that could come out of this. You know, right. it sounds to me like Gregory has a very signature pose. You know, mm. so maybe he could use that to his advantage, you know, maybe start some modeling um, or like what kind of jobs, you know, he could easily get up, uh, take up, you know, um, maybe somebody who needs to give directions to a very specific place, you know, standing in, in the middle of in mm. the town with, with a sign you know, pointing this way to, you know, um, Madeline, maybe, for example. Um you started that's such a good point exactly yeah. so again just thinking of the positives um the negatives i mean the idea of you know taking your arm off that could be quite cool as well you know this is you know the year of the bionic woman you know 2020 mm. you know take the arm off you know buy a smaller one buy a larger one you know it could be like a little doll you know replace your machine very that what do you think you know and also something that you and i have both found is that human limbs are actually really good accessories for outfits as well. Very. So I think what you're getting, you know, if you do take it off, what you're getting is, is like an incredible, you know, you know, sort of like outfit centerpiece. So there's so many positives to both sides here, I think, Candy. Um, I think, Gregory, what you need to do is just embrace this very unique pose that you have and make it work for you. You know, I think there's a whole set of careers out there that you can, you can, um, you know, start this journey with. And yeah, thank you so much for writing in, Gregory. And um, best of luck with the arm. So, Crystal, just before we go, um, any plans? Any plans for the night, the weekend? You know, at the moment, Candy, I'm really getting into cooking, and um, hmm. uh, I'm having a friend round tonight. My good friend Lenny Henry is coming over, and he is, um, you know, just going to teach me how to make a ratatouille um, with chorizo. And, um, you know, we're going to go on sort of a world tour. We're going to start with Parme Parmesan and bruschetta, and then we're going to go ratatouille and chorizo, and then we're going to end with um, lemon meringue pie. And, um, you know, it's going to be an incredible night. And, you know, and then after, obviously, I'm sure, you know, Lenny will slowly enter me, um, you know, and, and, and obviously tease my hole with his fingers, which, you know, I like it when he's been cutting chilies because it gives a nice little yeah. sort of burning. Like thing. a so be Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, cooking, burning my butthole with Lenny. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, I am... Um going door to door again tonight um for people out there that don't know myself and crystal <clears throat> recorded an album last year um self-funded by me and i lost millions um so i am still trying to get rid of the, rid of all the stock um i have a warehouse behind my house filled um with uh records and i'm just going door to door really I think just trying to sell, obviously to make the money back, but sell this gorgeous piece of art that we worked on that I think was just a bit um, ahead of its time, wasn't it, my love? It was um, kind of a Joni Mitchell meets um, meets Little Mix mm. kind of a kind of vibe, and um, I just oh, it was called Joni Mixel, wasn't it? 
It was, it was. And I think I like, you know, people were just, it was just too ahead of its time, wasn't it, my love? Um, but again, at least 600,000 copies in the warehouse behind me. So I'm just going door to door again, my usual Friday night, just trying to make some of that money back, you know? Can you tell me what your response, what the responses have been so far to that door to door work? Um, pretty slow, I won't lie. Um, but I have started coming up with like different lies and ways to scheme so you know i'm selling the record on behalf of you know uh, different charities which i'm obviously not you know so people that that seems to be uh uh moving some of them you know and that's all from us if you want to hear the joni mixel tapes you can find them in a bin near you mm -hmm. um just and to along with Candy's dignity and her bank balance. So what a pleasure it's been today. I feel positive about my body. Um, I know, Candy, there's no way to make you feel positive about yours, but that is just life. So what a day it has been. Thank what you so much. Thank you listening. so much for tuning in. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.